Red. It's awesome. Clash. Yeah. <laughs> Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Reddit Talks Clash, the podcast hosted by the moderators of R slash Clash Clans. My name is Sam, or you slash Red Recon. I am joined today by the wonderful you slash Frank Van, or Lion, and Spencer. Frank, how are we doing today? Doing great. I have been uh, having a great time the last couple of weeks. Uh, I was on vacation with Very my nice. family two weeks ago, and then uh, wife and kids have been with uh, her family for the last week. And so I've been actually streaming Clash of Clans for the first time. Uh, yeah, I had so much yes, time alone. Exciting. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. It's really uh, weird changing <laughs> my play habits from like mm. logging on. 10 15 20 times per day but only like yeah. five to ten minutes at a time to uh you know how can i condense all of my gameplay into like two or yeah. three hours straight and it's been really different um i've been trying a lot harder <laughs> on all of my attacks uh <laughs> with people watching the camera on you yeah <laughs> yeah exactly and so one of the wars that we did in particular um ended up getting uh, a clean six pack planning it out Ooh. on stream talking about it with the with whoever was there getting a little bit of okay. advice and then i uh, got like six out of eight triples in legends so it was a hot day the day after it wasn't, Good day. It wasn't Good nearly day. as close <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. This the way. doing yeah, great nice. what about you spencer um same old same old i'm currently on spring break for school though so that's a nice break oh nice, nice. yeah Rock on, man. any yeah, fun well, spring break plans just hanging out I just got back from a camping trip up in uh, the Utah mountains. Nice. It was pretty fun, but yeah. Oh, well, for yeah, anybody tuning it... in, uh, if this is your first time here, we've got bad news for you. Yeah, but for anybody it's... who's here, uh, put in some questions into the chat, and we like to get to those by the end of the episodes. Uh, for anybody who is watching this live, of course, a lot of you watching or listening to this right now are listening to it on the pod afterwards, and we appreciate all of our listeners from everywhere. But yeah, if you guys have any uh questions for us about the game or especially about the recent uh news and the updates that we'll start talking about here in a minute feel free to let us know but sam what are we talking about tonight so building on like uh from what lion said uh yeah if this is your first time here it may very well be your last as sadly reddit have announced they're gonna be putting the plug on reddit talks as disgraceful as it is it's happening i think uh, it might, it, I can't remember exactly the dates, but it's coming out very soon. I think it's end of March or either early April. But yeah, essentially, this is going to be the last Reddit Talks uh, podcast we do on the subreddits after going strong for over a year, which we've, uh, re- I think we've all really loved doing. Uh, yeah, it's going to be ending, but that does not mean it's the end everywhere. Well, it may be the end on Reddit, so we do not want to stop doing this because we love doing it. So we are currently, you know, we haven't reached a final decision on what we're going to do, but it's going to be quite likely that we move to Discord and take full use of their stages feature there. Still releasing podcasts um, on Spotify, on all your podcast platforms. That won't change. Yeah, we're hoping we can port our live medium onto the Discord server. If you're not in it, link is on our sidebar in the subreddits. Uh, we'll probably make a post announcing all this when we're fully set up and decide on what we want to do but uh yeah it, it, it's it's a sad day sad day yeah. having to leave reddit because obviously even though we can go to discord and you know that is good um it's not on reddit you know we are the subreddit moderators it's literally called reddit talks clash and it won't be on reddit so yeah that, it's that definitely 
It's definitely a bummer. We wouldn't have started this if it wasn't for Reddit talks. Um, Reddit announced oh, yeah. that they were doing this. They rolled out like a beta version and we actually got onto it pretty early. We were one of the mm. first subreddits yeah. of any size to talk with the, uh, to the devs of Reddit talks. And I think that was more Rick and Sam. Um, I was on their discord at the very beginning talking to a couple, but um, I just, I think it was such a unique idea, maybe not unique. I've heard of a few platforms that try to do mm. something similar, but it really took advantage of the existing communities of Reddit. And so trying to get something off the ground of just a, you know, a handful of guys talking about a video game can be pretty tough. But when there's already a user base of 500,000 subs that we've got on this channel, 533 right now, uh, that are all excited about the game and ready to talk about it and excited about it, I think it just really gave another piece of content to a community, which is a plus, uh, a very different type of content as well, which is a plus. And then, um, you know, any of the the mod stuff behind the scenes, if that's interesting to you, gave you a really cool opportunity to hear, uh, you know, what the subreddit looks like from behind the scenes. So I'm bummed that it's uh, going away for sure. I think uh, they said that they had a lot of costs associated with supporting it, that they were planning on maintaining until they brought it in-house. I think it was like a third-party platform that they kind of used for the back-end technology for it. And then something changed, some guy quit, or who knows. Yeah, went um, to Roblox or something like that. Yeah, yeah. so you can look into the, uh, yeah. you know, the dark history behind it if you're yeah. actually interested. But it got to the point where they are still interested in setting this up as a permanent feature that they will host as themselves but they're not going to be able to support it in the interim. And so that's probably going to be a couple years out before it makes a return, if it makes mm -hmm. a return. And oh, so the, cynical honest, part, the cynical part of me doesn't think yeah, it's coming back. Exactly. But, you know. Yeah, I think reading between the lines, it's a, a bunch of corporate speak that makes you think maybe this will come back and maybe they'll prove us wrong. Maybe it will, and then we'll be back on uh, you know, Reddit and being hosted here live. But yeah, that'd be awesome. Yeah, but for most of you guys who listen to this as a podcast, uh, it shouldn't change. I think we're planning on getting it out at around the same time, definitely the same yep. frequency. Um, and uh, as Sam mentioned, Discord Stages is a very similar platform. And most people who are on Reddit these days are also on Discord. I haven't checked how many people are in the Clash of Clans official Discord server. Oh, is there it's, a way to um... check that? Yeah, it's about oh, let me check. Uh, no, 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 it's not close. That it's at least it's over 100k. It's 181,000. 181,000. So definitely different. Um, I think uh, the average Discord user is going to be much more comfortable getting onto a voice call or you know yeah. stages, which is similar. Um, so I assume we'll have about the same live turnout with it uh, that we did on Reddit Talks. But I agree with you, Sam. I think it's a little bit disappointing because ultimately, like our stuff's all about Reddit. So yeah, uh, no, it'll still be fine. Thing. It'll still be fun, but it'll look a little bit different. Yeah. A new era will be coming to Reddit Talks Clash on Discord. Um, but moving on to more fun stuff. Well, actually, before we get to the real good stuff, before we get to the builder-based stuff, let's discuss some of the more recent stuff, which is possibly less positive, depending on the spin of it. And that is the fact that Clash Clans appears to have been banned from uh, some countries slash territories. So uh, you probably will remember back in March last year, uh, Supercell announced they would be, for example, suspending their operations in Russia and also Belarus. And, you know, basically saying, right, they're going to lose access to the game. They won't get the next updates, blah, blah. But it seemed like that wasn't enforced properly until last week where 
players now there seem to be a few countries that have may have been affected but the ones that are for definite are russia and iran who are now permanently banned from the game uh well not the counts are permanently banned but the players there cannot access the game and the they've stated the reasons are for sanctions legal obligations so not exactly supercell taking a stance more that it's impermissible with whatever sanctions finland has or other organizations they're in and yeah i mean it's a funny one i don't want to turn this into an entire politics discussion but it, it is i a thought shame. you liked doing that i do i do but <laughs> I, I i really do and i would lo- yeah. I, no, I would love to but i feel like everyone would try kill me so yeah I'm gonna i'd avoid be one it. of them uh, no, I agree with you. I think it's uh, so. One thing that you did say that I want to pick into for just a second is that it's not necessarily supercells taking taking a stance, and right, I yeah. agree with that. And like in this message, but if you'll remember at the beginning of the Russia Ukraine war, supercell did take a pretty hard stance. Um, they yeah. pledged, uh, I think it was a million euros. Yeah, uh, well, so they match. uh, matched. They matched. Yeah. yeah, I think they made a straight up donation and then they matched as well. Yeah, yeah. so they definitely have made stances before. It is interesting that I don't think they've done anything about, you know, the availability of their game in those places until it looks like sanctions are making a part of it. But also because um, it brings in kind of the interesting discussion behind this of like how much of this is a good thing happening. I won't say decision because it sounds like it's a little bit out of their hands, but how much of this is like Mm -hmm. a positive, uh, you know, actions have consequences type of thing versus a bunch of, you know, kids mostly who play clash of clans um who are getting affected by situations that they have no control over really just making like a real bummer of a situation for all the all the kids in you know belarus russia russia iran cuba and north korea yeah i mean this this is always like the consequence with any sanctions really i mean there, obviously there are some sanctions which are pretty less ambiguous like military sanctions weapons yeah. sanctions, whatever but in terms of commercial sanctions like this it's always a funny one isn't it because uh, obviously, they're designed to make the local population annoy their governments, annoy that they're not getting access to the things they used to, and then, in theory, it sparks regime change, right? That That's that's the goal of it. But yep. you do have to question the extent to what, how, the, you know, how far they can work. For example, is restricting Clash of Clans from pro- most likely a majority teenage player base that is not going to be revolting against their government realistically and also probably is in a pretty dire situation i don't want to you know um generalize the populations of entire countries but if you look at some examples it's i think fair to say that their living standards are probably not great at the moment and you do have to think okay is it really helping just further restricting these people of something which might provide, you know, a nice little uh, break from the normal crazy world. Right. And I think it depends a little bit just on the nature of sanctions and what the goal is behind it, you know, and, and so this is where it's starting to get to be a little bit political. And so we can yeah. kind of move on after this, but I think on one hand, you've got sanctions that are designed to cause something. And those are like the heavy economic ones where mm. you're either creating food or energy shortages and like, it's not supposed to be sustainable. Uh, and then you have sanctions that are like annoyances, like you were talking about public happiness being targeted by it. And so if you're looking at like the choice between the two, when you are applying sanctions, it's always, uh, I don't know, kinder. I don't know what the right word is, but 
um, you know, getting rid of a video game isn't going to ruin anybody's life. It'll be super no. annoying and a no. huge bummer. Um, but like everybody can live without Clash of Clans as much as, much as uh, you know, some of us play it for so many hours a day. <laughs> um, so like on one hand, at least like the bright side is that nobody's being harmed by this sanction in particular. Yeah. Um, but it definitely is a bummer. And it'll be interesting for those player bases what happens whenever this is all over. If they just get like two years worth of content like all at once or you know how they would plan to roll that out or if they get lumped into a second server kind of like china um you know who knows what it'll look at look like in time and i think that's going to be more interesting yeah we have no idea when these sanctions might end so it's it's almost impossible to kind of speculate on what it might look like eventually because for all we know they could be banned indefinitely you know yeah yeah so that's that's a bummer yeah for anybody um, who does want to read about it um our royal champions bot two royal champion bot two sorry singular um made a post about it spencer sticky that in the top comment of our talk and it lists out the countries it is belarus russia iran cuba north korea there's a question about syria um and then vietnam and china are Mm. scratched out as uh allegedly and not likely being affected by but for some reason being included into the initial um overview so cool stuff that was announced in the last two weeks thing about a week ago is more builder based stuff supercell is continuing to feed us information in drips and drabs to keep us you know at the edge of our seats waiting for the builder base revamp and um i think it's fair to say that we got quite a bit of detail the latest yeah. stuff so yeah, uh, do you and want to I, give us a run through. Oh, okay, yeah, that's that's smart. We should definitely start with the run through. Anybody following yeah. along live, we've got Spencer's uh, pinned comment has builder base two attacking, defending, and builders. Um, should we start I, with the attacking, defending bit first, and we can look uh, at the auto yeah. changes later? Yeah. So attacking and defending are, as always, the primary method of gaining loot but it's changed now so that you get gold when you attack and depending on how many stars you get you'll get more or less gold and then you get elixir when you defend this is an entirely Mm. unique component to the game there's no other uh area of the game where you get loot from defenses uh in normal defenses in the main village you get trophies uh if somebody fails but other than that that's about it uh but now in builder base when you defend you get elixir and you get more elixir if you have a better defense um kind of interesting i don't know if i like it i'll be honest um curious to see what you think yeah i I don't know. I think I'm going to have to literally have it in my hands and play with it for about two weeks before I can make a verdict. Because on yeah. one hand, like, it's kind of cool, right? It diver- you know, It's a big diversion from the typical way we've seen loot being gained, even though Clan Capital, Builder Base, and Home Village all have slightly different methods of gaining loot. Ultimately, it is you do an attack and yeah you get it from it it's interesting um, it, so i'm looking at the actual blog article there's a, a link to a reddit post where somebody summarizes the changes and that's super helpful for a tldr mm, but then the yeah. actual long blog post it describes it and it says this um what about builder elixir i hear you ask well you earn that from your defenses for every attack you do you'll receive a defense so you have to attack in order to get a defense it says these will stay balanced right, yeah. no matter how much you attack defenses can happen even when you're online in a defense you're awarded for every star your opponent doesn't manage to get uh so if they get two stars you'll be awarded one star i 
it, it it's a balancing game, you know, uh, and so the numbers are really going to make the difference. But I feel like at high levels of gameplay, you're just going to get like no elixir, and maybe your base is already maxed at that point, so it doesn't matter. But it's super weird to have one out of two resource components just entirely out of your hands of how you can farm it. Yeah, uh, I think the I think the possibly glaring issue with this right is that builder base defense is a really whack thing uh at least at builder hall 9 the kind of strategy is put all your defenses in a huge clump just yeah. to kill things and it works right yeah, because defense isn't really uh, uh attacking and defense is not really properly balanced right you know if you're up at five thousand trophies you will mm-hmm. probably never see a three star i have not got a three star in builder base since being builder hall 9 in right. probably over a year right and I think that I, I'm now concerned that they are not going to address this problem because of this loot system, right? Because this loot system requires people to be failing, right? And that, and that would happen anyway, yeah? That happens right. in Home Village. People fail, of course they do. But I'm now a bit worried this is so built off them, off people failing. They don't want people getting three stars, so they need people getting Elixir. That's... Mm-hmm. Um, that it then leads them thinking, oh, we, we don't need to balance defense. We don't need to worry about the fact that the base building meta is pretty much non-existent. It is just a clump, right? And that worries me slightly that they're just kind of pushing that to the side and using this loot system as a way to go, ah, oh, it's all intentional. You're meant to be shit yeah. attacking. So yeah. I think, I think so it's that's novel, fine. But, and I and so this is like more of a philosophical debate in the first place of just like how do you prefer the meta to be? And you'll hear a lot of different arguments in in like talking about the main base right now because attackers and just the casual player love three star metas because if you can get a three star it feels really nice but at the actual highest level of the game people love two star metas because that's when you can actually see skill expression you know if Hmm. getting a triple is super rare then it makes the game feel super like worthwhile you get that big dopamine hit whenever you do (laughs) get a triple and uh i think from an actual competitive standpoint that is the like the preference but supercell has been pretty vocal about town hall 15 because it's the hardest town hall that we've had in a while and numbers are down in terms of who's still playing the game uh there's like some level uh well i actually i don't know if we know that officially i think that's been the rumor uh and it definitely anecdotally feels like just less people are playing at town hall 15 because there is uh you know a real part of like it gets frustrating when you can't triple and i think that's where builder base has been um and so if that's where they continue to uh balance builder base then you know i don't think anyone's going to quit the game if it's difficult especially because that's in line with how it has been but it's just interesting especially now that loot is tied to it that it gets from less of a philosophical debate of like what do we prefer as a company and as a player base and more about like how do we balance the economy of the game now yeah. that it's also tied into the strategy of the game. And speaking of loot, I think it's also definitely worth mentioning that uh, leagues are getting added to build a base, similar yeah. to how we have you know champion masters, legends, titans, blah blah blah, and that is going to be directly tied to the loot uh, you are rewarded uh, from your defenses and your attacks. So the higher league, the more loot you're going to get, which I also think is quite interesting because obviously at the home village, uh, uh, you know. There are different leagues for preferred loot. You know, if you're farming, you're probably a Masters or Crystal, blah, right. blah, blah. But here, it you push to get literally objectively better loot, 
right? There's no kind of messing around there. You will get better loot the yeah. higher you go. Um, I can't even remember how the loot system works these days. Is it based off your builder hall? Um, I so, yeah, I can answer that for you guys. Oh, There's yeah, actually yeah. 39 leagues that are already existing in builder base right now. They're just completely unnamed. And so whenever I think it's about every 500 trophies. So whenever you cross over to the next one, your loot just goes up for every uh, right. win that you get. Mm -hmm. Genuinely, so, yeah. I could not remember. So because... it sounds like the loot component is going to be similar, just yeah, encouraging yeah. you to get higher up and you'll get more of it. Now, what is hopefully going to encourage people to expand their base a little bit more is the fact that they are introducing a permanent second builder for builder base. So, as I'm sure many of you know right now, when you get to Builder Hall 9, you can complete a series of three challenges to unlock uh, the Otto bot. And this also, I think it's three, is it not? It's um, level 18 cannon cards, six. max level Tesla. Six. Six? It's not wait, six. Wait, what was the question? Sorry. How many different uh, challenges are there to complete? Oh, it's, it's to get four right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's it? four. Yeah. Yeah, it's, uh, it's Master it Builder. It's yeah. uh, 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 Cannon Carts. It's Mega Tesla. And it's... Uh, See? Uh, See? Uh, what's, the, what's the fourth one? Four. See? I know it's four. Yeah, no, who's in the chat? Mm -hmm. Who can tell us what the fourth thing is? Let's see. Is no, it, it's, not, it's the uh, multi... Oh, Builder Hall 9. Builder Hall 9. Yeah, oh, it's Builder Hall 9. And you must have three gear ups in the home village. Cannon cart and Mega Tesla. That's it. Oh, oh I, okay. I think I'm right. I'm counting out. Sorry. Um, I actually think you're right too, Sam. If that's what it is, yeah. I'll call it three. <laughs> it's, um, it's not because you the max level is level four, but you get level one just for, by building it. So well, if you uh, go to an unfinished auto hut, like um, currently up, upgrading one, it'll show you the four little squares at the bottom. So I was going off of that. Huh. Okay. Well, we can agree to disagree here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But yeah. Uh, so, for those who don't know, uh, obviously you can get Otto by completing either three or four challenges, and that gives you access to an entire other builder, which you can choose to either have in your main village or in your builder base. So while technically you can have two builder base builders, as of right now, no one does that, right? No one right. is using their second builder in builder base. It is your sixth builder on your home village because why on earth would you ever hey, choose the other option? For but, just um, a second, I put my second one over there when I was max Town Hall 14 and I didn't oh, have my builder okay. all maxed yet. That's reasonable. It's in that, machine. That's about it. Yeah, in that very rare exception, no yeah. one is doing that, right? Yeah, exactly. Now there's going to be a permanent second builder, which is going to be Otto. Uh, the master builder is going to stay at the builder base. So players at uh, Builder Hall 6 will have two builders available to keep working on upgrades. So that's important to note, the auto is now unlocked at Builder Hall 6 instead of 9, but it's not as this transferable builder, from what I can tell. Right, it's, it's going to be in. this permanent second builder base builder. And then they've also announced that Builder Hall 9, they're going to unlock a permanent 6 builder for the home village. So they're not doing this swippy swappy nonsense. They're going, okay, you're gonna have two builders at, home, at builder base, and you can also have your sixth at the home right. village, which net positive, right? You can now have two builders at builder base, and yeah, exactly. in theory, everything gets done two times quicker, which is huge, right? So, because having one builder, it's just rubbish. 
It's really yeah, one builder it. sucks because especially if you just like start to get rid of a like a tree and you don't think about it, uh, then you're you know stuck for thirty seconds. And then if you try to upgrade something and then you want to get rid of a tree, you're in even worse luck. Um, they cited in the in the thing that the in their blog that uh, they had a hard time balancing around being able to swap in between bases and i don't really see how that's a balancing issue from the game standpoint uh Hmm. because you're still dealing with the problem of people who totally ignore uh builder hall uh are gonna not have as many builders as people who play it or they'll have one less and so you still have that kind of balancing issue where you realize that some players are gonna have six builders and some are gonna have five i think obviously like you're saying the end product is going to be a buff to everybody yeah. you just get one more builder uh and while they're permanently fixed getting two in builder base and six in the main village is going to be uh just functionally one more than we already have i'm really curious how they're going to roll it out because uh you know what happens if you're do you just i guess if you're if you've got auto right now then you're already you builder hall nine, right yeah. Yeah, so there should be no scenario where somebody goes from having the sixth builder in their main village to no longer having. No, I think I think that's village. impossible. So kind of linking to that. Well, firstly, I'd like to correct the record here. Spencer has kindly Spencer has kindly provided screenshots proving that it is four quests because I completely forgot about battle machine. Well, yeah, but we were 30. saying the gear ups don't count. No. I thought that's what we were saying. No, we- Oh, well, That's I was, what I was I, saying. I, yeah, I, I knew the I, battle I, machine was part I of was, it. I was just wrong. So, correcting the record there, but linking to quests, the quests are changing. So, those quests are not going to be what is going forward. That will not be what unlocks you, the six builder, a builder base. They, now, they didn't give us really any details apart from some vague wording of what this quest would be, but they said they would be more general and flexible, but of similar difficulty. So yeah. if you can unpick that and figure out whatever the hell that means, then by all means, please no. do. So I'm actually super excited about this change because I think it was kind of contrived in the first place that they picked seemingly a random defense. Like it was a good one, but if you're picking like what's the strongest defense in builder base, I think the only answer is the lava launcher. Um, I disagree. <laughs> maybe, but that's part of the debate behind it. You yeah. know, why pick the mega Tesla Absolutely. if, uh, you know, other than, compared to other defenses, I get the master builder and I think it makes sense to tie his level to something. That's the machine. Yeah. 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 Battle machine yeah. who is piloted by the master builder was what, oh, was of what course. I was yeah, 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 yeah. Um, gotcha. because he's also the one making the builders that you're getting. And so it makes sense to have the, the battle machine level as some component of it. Um, I guess if you're really getting into the lore, it is the machine and not the builder. So whatever. Um, but, you know, heroes are a huge part of the game, and everybody understands why. And picking one troop, especially the cannon cart, just felt random. Uh, yeah. So I hope they it, get rid of that random feeling while still having it be attached to progress. I think, I think their whole problem, which they correctly realized, was that they almost force a style of play. I mean, the reason cannon carts and giants is such a popular strategy, I mean, of course it's good, but also cannon carts is what people have yeah max first right yeah so it, exactly. it forces it forces a play style which is quite weird so i am glad to see that getting hopefully rejigged a little so people aren't always shoehorned into this play style yeah. you know yeah another thing i do want to point out is they acknowledge that the current tasks um were not necessarily required but it causes 
a majority of the player base to rush to builder hall nine and so the meta for like all of builder base is all rush builder hall nines just so they could oh, yeah. up and max all their stuff that they need for auto right and so with the new generic tasks i we don't know what they are but i'm guessing something like generic like um 200 wins in the the versus battles or something like that you know or oh, specific trophy yeah. range or gear ups uh, which i think is a, a huge uh plus yeah so that wouldn't be a bad idea if it was like number of attacks completed or maybe like a certain league to get into um they usually now that i'm trying to think about it i don't think anything is really gated behind skill at any other part of the game and so that'd be kind of cool um but but yeah, either way, I'm excited about it. I think people are still going to rush straight to Builder Hall 9. Yeah. You have to be 9 to get the uh, the Home Village Builder. Uh, so I think we're still going to see a lot of rushed bases, but uh, maybe if the progress was somehow like your overall war weight, they don't do war, obviously, in Builder Hall, but like the weight of your base had to hit a certain point. And I don't know how you communicate that to you know somebody playing the game like your average defense has to be so strong yeah that that could be a finicky yeah. um measure to understand yeah but i could see it done with maybe like a progress bar and then as you upgrade things defensively you can see the progress bar move along um you know something but it, as long as it's more even than just a random offense and a random defense i think people will be happy hmm uh, should we have a little look at the questions we've got from the chat so far? Just kind of break yeah. things up a little. Yeah, we've so had some good ones for sure. The first one is weirdly the kind you've already kind of already answered, Frank. I don't know if you read it and just tried to include it, or you uh, are just no. incredibly good. But no, um, I don't read. You don't read. You can't read yet. Um, so this is from you slash uh, gig gigby one four six four, and they yeah, asked. They asked uh, what would happen if your six builder is doing an upgrade when the update comes out. Will the six builder be moved to builder base permanently? Does the upgrade just finish? So I think I think we've kind of gone over that, right? I think the assumption is that whatever um, whatever this builder is um, that was going to replace the master builder, that's just going to take yeah. over, right? So if you already got the master builder, you've got yeah. it working away in your home village. I don't think you have to worry about it just bumming off. Right. Yeah. Uh, so I think if it's doing an upgrade in your main village, that's a that's a hundred percent true. I'm trying to think if you've got it. No, because you you would in theory get both. I guess it depends on what the other criteria yeah. are. I, I I think what they're gonna do is anyone who's unlocked who's got auto unlock now is gonna automatically get this quote unquote third builder, if you will. Right. I think they're not gonna force people who've already got it to complete more challenges because I think that will just piss people off. Yeah, well, I don't know, because they they did say that that part of their goal was to have the more well-rounded, you know, progress that unlocks the the extra builders. And so let's say somebody's only done the four things that it takes to get the current fifth builder, sixth builder in the main village. Um, You know, maybe there's a world where they don't hit the criteria um, and then it's an issue. And I don't know what that happens, but I feel like if that's the case, then you have to set the bar like at or slightly lower or you just uh, grandfather in old older accounts yeah i just cannot people. imagine they're gonna rip the six builder out of people's hands while mid upgrade or something or even at all with that yeah. i just I, I can't see that happening well, they're pretty generous about that kind of thing uh, i'm trying to think of a comparable thing that's happened in the history of the game and i feel like uh 
Uh, I mean, those. Do you remember when there was the um glitch where people were just getting the auto hut uh, without well, completing the challenges? Yeah, I don't they think were they mad were. About that. They were mad, but did they ever reverse it? I don't think they did. Uh, yeah, that's a good point. I don't know if they could. There was one where people got unlimited loot from a loot cart that kept maxing, <coughs> and people mm-hmm. maxed their walls, and they actually went in and figured oh. out like the number of people oh, who did that. Oh, I remember um, that. Yeah, and they they did re like it reversed that. Um, so I don't know. Well, I, I, I surely I with something like they, this though, they'd be generous. About no, it. exactly, especially because they know people have worked towards. Um, work towards changes right i i i really struggle to believe they just rip it out of people's hands yeah uh but yeah other co- question was from you slash entire unschooled detective to 118 and this their question was do you guys think there'll ever be a clan capital esports scene now weirdly enough i did write an entire post about this about a year ago i, I think it will be now um so would do you guys it. mind if I if link I it. let me see it? Yeah, I'll I'll send the link yeah. in the Discord. While you're pulling that up. Um, I'm yeah, gonna I say think... no, <laughs> just okay. because I yeah, think yeah, the way that Clan Capital has turned out is that it uh, really rewards volume of attacks more than specific like skill based attacks. If you made an esports scene with it, then you'd have to have like a set number of people. Um, so call it a five v five because that's what they do for the the main game and then see how many villages or like if they can get through a single village with five people and six attacks. But I can't imagine that being a super compelling visual and a big part of esports is, um, you know, is this fun to watch? And so off the top of my head, that those are my thoughts, but Sam, where's your, uh, your okay. year old so esports article? It was my year old hypothesis, which I haven't really changed my opinion on, though that's mainly because I haven't thought about it for 10 months, um, to be completely honest. But essentially, my answer is yes, but no. And I'll, I'll explain here. I think in its current state, no. Right, it just it physically cannot work for esports, right? Because it's not a proper clan v clan kind of thing. You know, people, you essentially, unless you run out of attacks, you cannot fail against a base, right? And if you cannot fail, that doesn't work, right? It's not there's not proper head to head in its current state. It doesn't work. But what Clan Capital does excel is the teamwork and the fact that there is no barrier of entry mm-hmm. to most town halls. Right, let, let me expand on this here. So uh, the first point about the fact that it's more inclusive, I mean, that's obvious, right? All you you can have multiple people attacking one base. You know, I know this doesn't really play out in reality, but in theory, you can have multiple people saying, okay, I'm going to place these troops here and drop a spell there so the next person can put their stuff there and do what and what. Okay, that's not exactly how it goes these days, but the, that's that was the idea, right? Because I think the problem, I think the problem with Clash Clans esports as of right now is, of course, it's a team thing, right? It's a clan versus clan, but ultimately, it's actually a series of five mini one v ones, right? Because there's no actual clan collaboration. I mean, I'm sure they help each other planning or whatever, but in the actual gameplay. It's one we want. The clan isn't actually contributing. And I think that is where clan capital has the potential to be great because it has the potential of allowing the clan to actually attack together, right? And that's huge. And I think 
The fact that also Clan Capital has a lot of different type of defense types of defenses and kind of a different way, different play style could combat the fact that I think a lot of people see Clash Clans esports as boring because a lot of the same attacks are used every single time. Now obviously this requires a huge rework, right? Because attacks in Clan Capital are spammy right now. You know, and the fact that I think they all come in groups, it's it forces this spammy attitude, it's less uh, precise the fact that you have to place a clump of troops every time. So I want to make. Yeah, I'm trying to clear. think if there's I a think... single not spam army I have ever used. No, in I don't think there is. Yeah, I don't think um, so. And I think the squads, the whole squad system, presents a huge issue because it's not skilled enough. Like currently, there is not enough skill expression in Clan Capital, but. I think it has that potential to involve the team. And I think also the barrier of entry part is really huge because currently to compete in Clash Clans Esports, you have to be the Max Town Hall, right? Yeah. Essentially, or otherwise you have no chance. Yeah, or, that is a pretty well, big barrier. You're not, you're not even allowed to enter any competition if you're not the Max Town Hall. And if you're not Max Maxed, that just disadvantages you, right? And that takes that takes years. It takes years to get to that point. And, you know, you, you don't incentivize people to get into Clash of Clans esports by saying, right, if you play this game non-stop for three years, then you can get into it. Yeah, yeah. Capital, spending a minimum of $5 a month. Clan Capital, you get to Town Hall, is it six you can get Clan Capital? Or am I thinking yeah. of... Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So Town Hall 6, that takes you, what, two weeks now? It's so quick. Yeah, really yeah. not long. You get, you get there, and then you could have access to an entirely max kind of capital and then that that's that that barrier of entry it's gone and i think that would make esports way more accessible if regular people could watch it and think huh yeah. i want to get involved in that instead of thinking oh i can in two years that's never happening they think oh okay i'm gonna try scout out a good clan you know better infrastructure can be created for recruitment i don't know here okay i'm just spitballing but then sure. that barrier of entry is gone now like I said, there are huge issues in Can Capital, and in its current form, it cannot work for sports. So I would never expect anything in at least one, two years, right? But I think the potential is there. I think that there are unique aspects to it which encourage more teamwork, lower the barrier of entry. I think that is huge problems with Clash Clans esports right now. So my my summarize answer to the question is. Yes, it could work, but in its current form, it has no chance. I don't know if you want to. Yeah, add no, that's that really or... interesting. Um, I haven't thought about that before. The barrier to entry point, I like. I have about the main village, and and you know, perhaps that being a reason why Clash of Clans esports hasn't taken off <laughs> more. But but the idea that Clan Capital has a much higher um, potential because there are a lot more people who would be interested in it. Um, I think. It, it depends on how you see the funnel. If the funnel is the number of people that play Clash of Clans are, you know, the potential viewers to the eSport, then you've got a huge potential audience for it. But if you're looking at the number of people who already view Clash of Clans eSports, and then you're funneling from there into the ones who'd be interested in a, you know, clan capital eSport, which unfortunately I think is what would happen. I think you wouldn't really yeah. pull in many unique viewers right. to clan capital. I think you would be pulling in the crowd that already watches it. And part of your post, I was skimming through it while you were talking, um, <laughs> highlights the problem that nobody cares about Clash of Clans eSports. And, it's, uh, it's true. And, it's yeah. it's and true. you can have a bunch of different reasons for that. I like it. I think it's interesting. But just numbers wise, you know, the number of people who play this game 
and uh, you know compare that proportionally to the number of people who watch other esports, and it's just uh, you know the audience for Clash of Clans esports is low by every right. metric. And, and that is why I think in its current form it can't work. So I think can capital yeah. right now, you know, even if you ignore the fact that it just physically cannot work due to the yeah. format of how attacks work, how attacking works, yeah. I think watching clan capital attack is the most deathly boring thing ever yeah. right now. I never yeah. wish it well, and on to your anyone point, um, in a million years. What are some of the best uh, esports out there? Things like League of Legends, I don't know, CSGO, Valorant, Call of Duty. You get a, a, a bunch of games that are very low barrier to entry. Like they're free. And as soon as yeah. you're playing, you basically have access to all of the stuff. Um, but it's also incredibly high skill expression. And so that's why people like to watch the esport because they could play exactly like that, but they don't because it's hard. Yeah. <laughs> so you I think watch the esport almost like a guide. Yeah. I think the same is sort of transferable to Clash Clans. I mean, you see if you'll do these great lalos on esports, you think, oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah can kind of can be. But, and, and but to can, your point, you like the barrier to entry for Clash of Clans is just so high. It's and then ridiculous. the game modes where it's low, like Clan Capital, there's it's not boring. that much skill expression. Um, you know, e even taking the interest aside, because everyone will find different things interesting, uh, it's just the skill expression isn't that high. Yeah. And so uh, until there's something that's very low barrier to entry, very high skill expression in the game, I think it'll be kind of tough. Uh, but Supercell kind of has that problem with all of its games because they introduce like the really grindy component to it. I think that's part of why Clash Royale esports never really took off is that it can be interesting to watch and the barrier to entry is kind of low, but to actually get to a maxed like deck it does take quite a long time same thing with brawl stars like you get a bunch of brawlers at first but then it also takes forever to get the ones that are cool and actually good and then takes a ton of coins and now powerpoints to uh to upgrade your stuff to max so there's always the grindy component to clash of clans which is going to make it a little bit tough from an esports e standpoint but it's that exact same grinding component that has made it the most successful video game company yeah. for mobile phones you know that's what um, gets you along yeah, look at this way clash clans it's not most super most supercell games like you said it's not built for esports, right? They're not. But I still think esports are fun to watch. It's, 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 it is a shame how they don't really seem to be compatible, despite, in theory, they both seem to be able to exist independently, but then they don't seem to work together. And it, it is a shame, and that is why I did make this whole post, so I was kind of trying mm -hmm. to brainstorm how could we get Clash Clans esports to work. And... Uh, well, I think my solution was not a good... Well, it's not an appropriate solution as Supercell would need to rehaul, overhaul Clan Capital a lot. But, you know, I think it's, I think yeah. it's an interesting debate about how Clash of Sports, you know, compared to the successful ones, like you said, Fortnite, uh, League of Legends, Valorant, CSGO, whatever you have, people love them because they could do that. You know, they they can then pick up Valorant, they can download it for free, and they can think, oh yeah, I can flick onto people's heads like that. And no, you can't. Yeah. You can think you can. Yeah, and that's the whole Physically, it's possible, yeah. Because it feels like, oh yeah, I can grind the ranks, I can get really good, and I can be them, right? You know, it, it will take me time. It doesn't feel like it's going to take you time because you feel like you're in control of your time. Yeah. Because clans, you know you're not.
and I think it's yeah, maybe if there was some expansion of the single player mode, like they've got a really good uh, like that practice tool that gives you practice attacks at your town hall. Mm. Maybe if something like that was unlocked, uh, and I don't know, some combination of that in the goblin map. If anybody building an account could have access to like a max town hall fifteen army and just like a few model max town hall fifteen bases or some kind of like friendly challenge world where they could jump into. Um, you know, and just like try it out. Maybe that could be something, but uh, either way, we should probably get through a few of uh, the other questions uh, that they've got here. Yeah, uh, uh, let's get, let's have a look. So, yeah, fun border five one two four says biggest problem with builder base is funneling. Really hard to do. Will this get better in two point I don't know, but I'm gonna guess no. Yeah, I'm, <laughs> I think they're attached one. to the idea of uh, of clumping troops, and uh, when you only have like so many slots of troops and they are big clumps then you're either investing way too much into a funnel or you're just uh you know spamming an entire side of the base so who knows but i'm not optimistic yeah i think this question from you says sheet uh, gb again 1464 is interesting they ask um could guard posts maybe get a rework maybe having the ability to switch out what troops defends I'm that would be cool no. i'm gonna say no I'm yeah say you no. know Purely Probably because not. that makes it just a glorified clan castle, right? Like yeah, but whole... but we, there's already a clan castle in the game. You know, it's a familiar mechanic, and it's one yeah. that people already know how to like put some skill expression into. And so I could see it working out well. Possibly, but I just wonder. I mean, it depends how different they want to keep the two villages, right? And I think, it, you know, giving that option, the guard post just becomes a CC. And again would be interesting to see how some of these builder base exclusive troops would act in that source so scenario. I think, think it's a bad idea. I'm I just... think the big difference between that and a clan castle, um, well, two differences. One being that a guard post has significantly lower housing space, so I think it's right, going to, sure. uh, yeah, it'll the way that it affects how you attack is going to be a bit smaller, but you get to see the troops right off the bat. And so I think it would be really cool if you get X number of troops to choose from almost like defensive pets. Like that would be kind of cool. Um, hmm. But then an attacker gets to see that. And especially in builder base, the only mechanic that I love in builder base that I wish they would somehow implement into the main game is the ability to change your army after you see the base. Like, I think that's awesome. And so I'm a fan of bases being more uh, specific from one another and any kind of like defensive skill expression that you can give to a right, base yeah. builder, I think is, is great because the more different bases are the more valuable, knowledge of like this attack versus this attack in builder base is going to be yeah so i think i think i'm with you a bit more now i think you've you swayed me <laughs> uh yeah no i agree uh so next question is from you slash range underscore formal and they ask do you think separating builder gold and elixir could cause people to have more builder gold and less builder elixir since most players can two star most bases this is my biggest worry so far. What do we think, Frank? I think not if you're me. <laughs> <laughs> I get on I get on builder base once a month during uh, clan games, and I just spam one stars over and over and over until I get my clan games challenges done. So if you're me, you'll get more elixir than gold probably. Um, I think if you actually care and you're really like applying yourself and trying your best then then yeah i think no, uh, no, if you're don't. grinding you'll get more gold we don't know 
if the numbers, for example, that one star in defense is 500,000 build elixir, for example, that one star on offense is also 500,000 build of gold. We don't yeah, know they're going to be balanced equally. So that actually might not end up being a problem, depending on how they decide to balance it. I mean, this is pure speculation, and maybe they will screw us. And maybe yeah. will, they will be equal amounts. And honestly, I could see that happening very easily. But we don't know how it's going to be balanced, so I wouldn't assume that for definite yeah. just yet. It also depends a lot on trophies and how quickly it will take for you to get into the appropriate trophy league for your skill set. Because once you once you're at that league that you belong in, then you're gonna get some average two stars, and then you're gonna defend average two stars unless somebody is like really working their way up the trophy ladder or down it. I think everyone's gonna be frustrated the first few weeks, especially if they do like a hard trophy reset on everybody. And I don't know if they're gonna do that. Like, surely they're not gonna knock everybody down to zero. Um, I didn't think about that, but now, yeah, now but I'm I don't know what they're gonna do. No. Um, I'm trying to think for Operation Blue Skies when they came out with the new Legends League, they just dropped everybody above 5,000 to 5,000, and then on that day you could jump into Legends. And I mean, so that, that makes sense, right? Because that's how yeah. it works at the South Area season. Anyway. Yeah. So I think there'll be a lot of frustration in the first couple weeks when people are either dropping trophies a lot to max out their base or uh, really like grinding through it for the first time in a long time. And, uh, you know, getting a ton of triples on their way up the ladder mm. but once you play you know maybe 20 attacks and then it's been a few weeks after the update i think you'll be at a pretty comfortable league where you are at people of a similar skill set than than you yeah um i'm noticing we're quickly approaching uh the time we might wrap up but before we get there yeah, you're right spencer would you like to tell us about the current event uh that is being hosted yeah, so uh, each every month we do one event for the Reddit, and this month we're doing a war event, our first war event since October, I think, and it's called the Tenacious 10 War Event, <laughs> um, kind of playing off the in-game event, the Sensational 7, uh, where they require you to use the seven uh, female troops in the game, and this time we're including the three other super troops, the Super Archer, Super Valkyrie, and Super Witch, where you have to build your army off of all 10 of those troops. And uh, yeah, we'll look forward to it. Signups do close tonight. So if you are interested in participating, we do have a pinned post on it um, on the top of our Reddit. And uh, yeah, that's about it. Yeah, when do, when is the event? Just to, just to um, check. The war itself is going to be on the 24th, and we're going to launch awesome. on the 23rd. Awesome. And is there any town hall requirements? All town halls are open to sign up, but uh, so no guarantee that you'll participate. I can't bring my 50 talent to account to try and be in 10 minutes. <laughs> you can sign so, them up. Yeah, well, I'll give it a try. I mean, I'll, I'll, if, I, if I sign them up, then, then we can balance them. I think that'll be of a great course, one. Yeah. 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 I can use lots of archers. It'll be great. <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. Wow, excited about that. I'm, I haven't actually signed up, but now I'm now I'm wondering if I might want to race to do it. Uh, I think we've got time to answer the final question we've got here, which is from you slash act groundbreaking94. And they essentially ask whether uh, it's a good idea for Supercell to add a feature where the leader or Cody that is allowed to delete war CCs and refill them. Because obviously, I'm sure you've all been in a situation where you fill the wall CC and go, oh, f that is a complete wrong thing. And now I had to try and harass that person to get them online 
and to delete uh, this, this already exists. What? Does are, it? Are you guys trolling? Yeah, this is already a feature in in War CCs. Co leaders and leaders can hop in, and uh, and I think they can delete troop by troop. Uh, they can't delete specific numbers of troops, and that's been like a <gasps> some kind of That's the one. Yes, yeah. Yeah. If there's like seven angle. goblins yeah. and they wanted three goblins, and I have to delete yeah, all of that's them. A, that's a problem. Um, yes. And the bummer for it is that uh, I can't fill past nine, even if I delete some troops. Uh, it's like that's been an issue too. That like I fill it, I delete it, I'll fill it up to nine, and then like delete something again, and then I can't fill anymore. Uh, yeah, but yeah, can, this is already a feature. Yeah, you, can tell, you can tell it's two o'clock in the morning for me right yeah. now, can't you? So yeah, you legitimately forgot that was a thing. Yeah, oh, somebody fills your that... CCs with wall breakers and barbs. Definitely start booting everybody in the clan like yeah. one by one until you figure out who it is, yeah. and then invite back the, the other people who it wasn't. Um, wow. Yeah. yeah okay. I think yeah, that's a, has that power. I think that's probably a good indicator that I need to get to bed. Sounds so, um, good. Yeah, I think I think that's it. Uh, uh, does anyone have any shout outs or anything they'd like to mention before we I got a shout out closing statement? I'm Go gonna put this uh, comment in the chat for anybody who wants to follow my Twitch stream. Oh, you uh, Twitch. Twitch. Uh, yeah. Is it Twitch.com? Twitch.tv. Which, uh, TV. Uh, while, while we're doing that, I'll give you an interesting fact. The fact Slash that um, COC underscore Lionheart. Or just read or just talk any type, you know. Yeah. <laughs> um, but the .tv uh, URL is actual domain is actually owned by Tuvalu, the government of Tuvalu. So every time a website uses .tv, Tuvalu makes money off you using that website domain. So I think huh. it is actually one of their largest sources, the government's largest sources of revenue, the fact that they get lots of money from people huh. using twitch.tv because actually it doesn't mean TV or anything. It means Tuvalu because it's, it's their registered domain for their That's country. That's hilarious. I Isn't also refuse to believe it. I'm going to no, call my, my wife after this ends and say goodnight to my kids and then I'm going to hop on stream for a little bit if anybody wants to hang out and watch some Legends hits. And while you do that, you can, you can Google is the .tv domain, to, does it belong to Tuvalu? Yeah. And you will see that it is true. It does. Oh. Uh, Spencer, do you have any shout-outs or anything you'd like to like to add? Uh, nope, I'm good. Awesome. Well, I don't think I have any shout-outs either. I mean, I want to give a shout-out to Reddit for at least hosting this uh, platform yeah. for at least a year. You know, that, that's quite long for Reddit feature. So we've got to give them a bit of credit. And thank, I want to give a shout-out to every single person who has listened to us live on Reddit. Um, even, look, even, even Frank's dog was listening to us. I mean, we, we, yeah. got a, we got a large audience here, right? And hopefully we'll see a lot of familiar faces on Discord. Hopefully that can move over sl uh, smoothly. But it will be a shame not being actually here on reddit so yeah i'd like to give a big shout out to everyone who has been joining us over the last over the last year really it's been it's been going for a long time so um yeah i think that nice leads us to the la end to the wrap up of the last ever episode on reddit obviously you can find this podcast on all your all your favorites uh stream streaming podcast streaming platforms like spotify apple all the other random ones we are all on there. If we're not on anything you listen to, 
please just let us know and we'll try to sort it out. But uh, yeah, hopefully we will see you all in two weeks. It's going to be a different place. Not a different time, though. So we're excited to keep this going, keeping it alive, and we'll see you all in the next episode.